This is a Veterinary Life Coach Podcast with Dr. Julie Capel, episode number 80. Welcome to the podcast. I'm so excited today. I have my friend, Carlene Bellier. Hi, Carlene. Hi there. I'm so happy to be here. Oh, I love Carlene. You know, you all know that. So um, we thought we'd bring you a podcast today because she's ever so brilliant. And she has a new, I guess it's kind of a presentation you're working on, right, Carlene? Yeah. It's about wellness tips. It is. And Tell it's me just, about it a little bit. Well, I am... Um, the VP of wellness for Mission Veterinary Partners. And I've been talking to our teams all over the country and obviously they're all struggling during COVID and doing curbside and getting out of their comfort zone and being stressed. And um, so it is about a 15, 20 minute presentation that I run through with them that seems to be the right fit right now because they don't want something that's an hour. They want to get home to their families if they're tired. And so it's just something I've been using with our teams and I'm hoping that it will help others as well. Oh, I think it absolutely will. Yeah. We're all really struggling with this whole curbside medicine thing. The clients are not gracious. <laughs> so, no, they're not. You know, it, we, we're really having a hard time. And so I think this is perfect. It's perfect timing and we'll get it out and I'm very excited about it. Yes, so, me too. So there's a little, um, there is a little quiz at the beginning, right? That we're going to go there through. There is. Okay. Yeah. I, I just really want people to think about today. You know, how are they feeling today? And do a little self-check-in. And there's 10 things that I'm hearing. And I'm going to read them each off. And I want you to think about how many of these boxes would you check of the 10? So the first one is, are you tired, exhausted, or experiencing sleep challenges? Number two is, are you depressed? Number three is, are you feeling emotionally unstable or having some intensified emotions? Four is, are you struggling with stepping out of your comfort zone? And that could be working curbside. Um, that could be things at home. I know many people homeschooled for a while. Number five is, are you stressed and anxious? Number six is, are you feeling burned out? Number seven is, are you overwhelmed in general? Number eight is, are you struggling with time poverty? And what I mean by that is just not having enough time to get what you need to done, get what you need to do done. Every day. Every day, yes. Either at work or at home or just in general. Exactly. Yeah. No. yeah, these are really speaking to me. Okay. And number nine is, are you dealing with financial concerns? And many then number 10, yeah. mm -hmm, last of all, are you struggling with fear? And it might be fear of getting COVID. It might be fear of how and when, what, what's going to happen when we, when we let clients return, for example. And so if you think about those 10 things and hopefully you just kind of counted as we went through them, um, you pr probably would have checked off a lot of those boxes. And what I'm finding with the teams that I've talked to is that most people check off seven to 10 of those boxes. And the reason that I want to share that is because I don't think people realize that everybody else is really in the same boat. You know, yeah. you think probably. That's a real common thing. People always think it's just them. Exactly. You know, they think, oh, that person looks like she has it all together. You know, she can't be struggling, you know, because right. I'm, 
I've got my little check marks when you were reading all those things. I'm like, well, I got at least five of those, probably more <laughs> on any given day, especially at, when I'm at work. Yeah. And, and it helps, I think, to know that everybody else feels that way. You know, yes. we're just, we're humans and we're it's all normal, struggling yeah. and nobody feels normal right now. So mm. it's good to know that we're all in that same boat. Yes. Yeah, that's amazing. I think one of the things I really struggled with at the beginning of this was that COVID fear. You oh, know, yeah. when I, I said this on the podcast before, but one of my very good friends was very, very sick. And I was just so convinced that I was going to die, you know, I was going to get it and die. And yeah. so I really had to do some thought work with myself and kind of convince myself that I was being irrational and I wasn't, you know, there's, there's really no point in being afraid, even though, you know, that's a normal part of our brain and it wants us to be afraid. But yeah, I think that's something that's very, very concrete right now. And then I mm. think the other thing, um, and maybe it comes with the overwhelmed and the burned out is the, the length of time that we've had to go through this time mm -hmm. in our lives. You know, it's been what, four months now that we've had shutdowns and curbside and it, it we're getting worn out about it. We're getting over it. Yep. And I Great. think that is a big, you know, we're getting burned out with what yeah. we're going through right now. So, yeah. So this is all very, um, very true. Yeah. It's Love very it. hard. Yeah. Very hard. It is. Okay. So what can we try to do? Is that what we're going to talk about next? Yeah. Well, I wanted to first just touch on a couple of little techniques that, that your listeners might find helpful. Okay. Um, one of the things that I've encouraged individuals and teams to do is a grounding technique. And what a grounding technique does is helps you to live in the moment so that you are a little more present. So especially if you're having like a team meeting or something like that, it helps to do a grounding technique. And one of the things I usually recommend before a grounding technique is some sort of breathing exercise. Because if you do take some long, slow, deep breaths, it does make you feel calmer. It does help that adrenaline to calm down a bit, um, helps you to just feel better. And so one of the techniques that I use is four square breathing. And when you think about four square breathing, it's basically breathing in for the count of four, holding for the count of four, breathing out for the count of four, <clears throat> excuse me, and holding for the count of four. And what I'd like to do is actually go through that twice with our listeners just so that they can have a couple nice deep breaths. Okay, let's so, do it. I could use a little calming right now. <laughs> Go ahead. I've been sitting at this computer all day, so <laughs> I'm not I'm not a good not good at sitting still. So when I've been on the computer all day, I start to feel a little agitated. So this will be me good for me. Too. Yes. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'm ready. So let's breathe in for four. Let's go breathe in two, three, four. Hold, two, three, four. Breathe out, two, three, four. Hold, two, three, four. Breathe in, two, three, four. Hold, two, three, four. Breathe out, two, three, four. Hold, two, three, four. And then just let your breath return to normal, or if a few more deep breaths does you good, go ahead and do that. When you're stressed in a veterinary practice, even if you do the deep breathing for a few seconds, it really helps you to calm down a bit. 
Yeah, yeah. hide in the bathroom. That's what yeah. I recommend. <laughs> it's like the only too. private place in a veterinary hospital. Sometimes <laughs> my office, I'll close the door and they still come in. So the bathroom, they, they usually don't barge in. <laughs> but they send you notes, don't they? Underneath yes, the under door? the door. Yeah, I've had that happen before. <laughs> oh, but man. yeah, this I can just from doing it those two times, I do feel a little bit less anxious. So yeah, cool. it's, it's a really good thing. So after you do that, um, you can go into a grounding technique. And like I said, you can do this with your teams or you can do this on your own. And by tapping into your senses, you tend to become more present in the moment. So if you're willing to do this with me and you want to you know, participate in this, just look around and notice five things that you see around you. It might be an animal or a desk or um, your phone or a mug or just notice five things around you. Okay, I got it. Do you want me to name them? Okay. <laughs> Only if you want to. <laughs> okay, no, I don't need to. I don't need to bore people with that. <laughs> All right. And then notice four things that you can touch around you. It might be your hair. It might be a pencil. It might be your feet to the floor. Just notice four things you can touch around you. Got okay. it. Got it. Yep. All right. And you can now even no, do this if you're driving in a car listening to us, can't you? You can, unless you get to a point where you close your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't close your eyes, please. <laughs> but, okay. Yes. And then, so then notice three things you can hear. And this is where I usually say, you know, if you need to close your eyes, do, but not if you're driving. No, don't do it if you're driving, please. Three things you can hear. And or it you'll might hear be, a crash. <laughs> yes. <laughs> So three things you could hear might be a dog barking or someone mowing their lawn, or maybe you can hear the air conditioning coming through the vents, or, you know, just think about three things you can hear right now. Got it. All right. Then notice two things you can smell. You know, it That's might, a hard one, huh? Yeah, it is. It might bit. be... An animal, it might be the hand sanitizer you used on your hands earlier. Um, yeah, it might be the pencil you're holding. You can smell the lead. Um, <laughs> just try to think of a couple things that you can smell, if you can. Maybe your lotion. Yeah. yeah. Hopefully there's only two, right? Yes, there's only okay. two. I think I got it. Okay. And then you think of one thing that you're truly grateful for. And that's usually an easy one because we all are very grateful for a lot of things. Yeah. And yeah, so, even in this stressful time, there's, you know, I keep reminding myself to continue to be grateful. Yes. That it makes a huge so difference. Much. Oh yeah, yep. absolutely. Yep. So that's just a grounding technique that you can use to help yourself kind of live in the moment. Since we tend to live in the future a bit, we're kind of worried about getting everything done. And um, I also have, Three tips for mental health and three tips for physical health, if you want me to get into those. Well, let me ask you a question first before you move to yeah. that. Um, yeah. So the breathing technique, let, let's say you're at work and um, let me think of an example. Yesterday I worked and um, I had this very, very sick cat come in, like to the point of they should have noticed like four months ago and they didn't. Wow. <laughs> and like he was in a cardboard box and they said he wasn't vaccinated, like all the things that make you want to go crazy when you're working in a veterinary hospital, like what is going on here? So let's say you're in that situation and you start feeling very stressed or very overwhelmed. 
doing this exercise that you just had us go through with the deep breathing and then the notice five things around you, four things you can touch, three things you can hear, two things you can smell, and then your gratitude. We're trying to focus our mind away from our stress, I'm guessing. Like, is that the idea? Right. We're trying to lower that cortisol level and really take charge of our emotions because you know better than anybody, your emotions tend to overwhelm. Well, our emotions overwhelm us and then we make bad decisions and, Mm -hmm. you know, and then there's that chihuahua brain bit. Well, yeah. yeah. And I, and I think that if, if you think of the, this technique, this breathing, and then the grounding technique as a, a little thing you can keep in your, you know, even if you have to write it down, like write those little five steps down so you don't forget what order to do them in, but just basically kind of write that down so you can pull it out and say, okay, I'm feeling a little upset or overwhelmed or, you know, I'm ticked off because this client brought me this cat that's falling apart um, that you just want to get refocused and and kind of calm down your chihuahua, I guess. Exactly. (laughs) Right? Yes. Okay. All right. Yeah. Because it's totally doable. It wouldn't take very long. Right. You just and you don't have to do them both. Do one or the other. Sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Just wanted to use an example because I think that sometimes when we're in the moment, it's hard for us to think of how to use these techniques. I agree. I agree. That was great. Okay. So now we're going to talk about different tips for yeah. how to keep yourself mentally healthy. Yes. And I know okay. there, there's a lot of information out there and it can be overwhelming when you start taking a deep dive into it. Plus people sure. don't have time. So sure. I just pulled, I like to chunk things and groups of three tends to work pretty well. Yeah. So I'll start with three tips for mental health. Um, the first one that I like to encourage people to do is try meditation. And some people are, you know, they're like, no, that's just not for me. But meditation can mean a lot of different things. Um, Meditation can be two minutes of really just living in the moment and doing deep breathing. Um, But there are a lot of really great apps out there Mm, that I've been using. I have one. They're fun, right? They are. And even the free versions are great. Yes. So Breathe is one that I like. And right now they have, the free version even has the Coronavirus Sanity Collection. They can help with meditation, sleep, stress reduction, all sorts of things. Calm is another really good one. And um, if you happen to have an American Express, Calm is free for a year if you have an American Express. And that's good through September 30th of 2020. Nice. Yeah. And then another one that I really like is the, the tapping solution, which not the dance, but tapping on the meridians of your body. Mm-hmm. And they have right now, you can download that app and you can go to their website and see like a two minute video on how to do tapping. They have a free coronavirus support collection. That's excellent as well. So I would encourage people to try some form of meditation to help them. Headspace too is one I've used. Headspace? It is. That's mm-hmm. good too. Yeah, yep. that's I've got one. that on my phone as well. Yeah, that's the one I, I've been using and I really like yeah. it. And if you're somebody like me that isn't a good sit still person, meditation sounds really, really difficult. But um, my son went to India several years ago and learned to meditate like the real way in India. (laughs) And um, it's just, it's so good for people. It's so good for you. So if you can just, you know, get one of these little apps and even, you know, they're short, five minutes, 10 minutes, it, it doesn't take like gobs of time and you don't have to chant, you know, people think of meditation as this weird thing that only certain people can do, but it isn't. It's 
you know, even for people like me that are super distractible. It, it's, it's a helpful. great tool. Yeah. yeah. And it, and again, yeah, I agree with you 100%. Yeah. Deepak Chopra also has a free 21 day meditation right now. 21 days tends to make a habit and they've got one up there that's specifically designed for stress right now during COVID and they're going to have that available for several months. So that's another option. Great. So the second tip I have, which you've heard a million times, is get off social media and try to unplug and stop watching the news. I hate it. Because we're already struggling and we're already being pulled down by all of this. And to, to get on that, it just pulls you down further. And so I'm encouraging people to distract themselves by maybe learning something new, playing with their kids or an animal, you know, clean out some areas in your home if you get a chance. It feels kind of good. Start a gratitude journal take a bubble bath, do something for self-care to keep you off the social media and the news. Yeah. And you can even set yourself a limit for the amount of time. Because what I find is if I go on social media, like I go on it with the guise of, I'm going to see if my kids posted anything or, you know, or (laughs) let's see what, you know, your friend posted or check on your friend's kids or whatever. And and then you just get sucked in and and it sucks away so much time. So, you know, setting a timer for yourself or a limit of time um, is also a great idea. I mean, it's great to stay away from it altogether. Yeah. Because it is so just, it's discouraging sometimes. It is. I started tracking my screen time and I found that quite depressing. Horrifying, right? That's that's (laughs) how much time you can waste. Oh, I'm like, okay, I I need to be better. So that helps. It gave me some incentive. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, (laughs) And people think that social media is an outlet or it's um, relaxing, but it's, it's totally the opposite because once in a while you see something that's encouraging or relaxing, but uh, it's always mixed in with all this other angsty stuff. It is. It is. Your blood to boil. Yeah, I agree. Regardless of what your opinions are. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Yes. Okay. That's a good one. Well, in the third tip, you've talked about a number of times, and I I call it feel the feels and be sure to feel all of them, but it basically is, you know, getting into your own emotions and actually feeling those emotions, because especially when we're in that go mode, we tend to push those emotions down over and over again, and they build up over time, and you're not processing the trauma of what's going on, and at some point, that will catch up with you, and so I encourage people to process emotions, feel feel those emotions. If you're sad, have a good cry. If you're angry, go home and scream into a pillow, but let some of that out so that four to six months down the line, you're not all of a sudden just going, oh my gosh, I, I can't get out of bed this morning. I am, I don't know what's wrong with me, you know, because it yeah. will catch up with you over time. And you don't well, want and that to And happen. not to fear those emotions, because I think we, we're afraid you know, like when you talk to somebody and they're really struggling, they're afraid to tell you why they're struggling, but it's all, it's, it's just the emotions bottled up and the things that you have tried to avoid. You don't want to feel sad. You don't want to feel stressed. You don't want to feel fear because you have this idea that it's not right or it's abnormal. And I think if you can just face it and, you know, be okay with it, you know, today I'm having a little bit of an angry day. I love it when somebody that I work with says, you know what, I'm just not right this morning. I don't feel great. I'm feeling stressed out. I'm feeling whatever they're, they're feeling. I love it when they tell me because I really think then they can put a word to it and either talk it out or just have me say, yeah, yeah, I've had those days. 
I've had a stressful, you know, like I was really sad yesterday and I just went home and cried and that's okay. You know, that, that doesn't mean you're abnormal. It doesn't mean that you have a problem. It just means that, you know, you're, you're a normal human processing some emotion. Yeah. And and sometimes we're afraid of it. Yeah. And then showing that vulnerability creates trust and, you know, we want to have that trust with all of our team members and, and then we're going to cut them slack too. If we know they're already upset or having a rough day, we're going to be more, um, more empathetic. Yeah. Less judgy. Yeah. 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 So feel the feels. Yes. Feel the feels. Yeah. So then I have three tips for physical health that I'll jump into if that's okay. Yeah. Um, Yeah, absolutely. I think, you know, that is a whole big piece of taking care of ourselves mentally is your body. Mm -hmm. It really makes a difference. And the first tip is get good sleep. But I realize that especially now that is easier said than done. Mm -hmm. So I hope that some of those apps that I mentioned can be really helpful. And when I've really struggled, the one thing I've found that works is there's free sleep meditations in the tapping solution one. And I, I never thought about myself tapping on the meridians of my body before bed, but when I am desperate and I've tried all those other things, mm-hmm. that one works for me. Wow, so, I haven't tried that, but that sounds really interesting. I've tried the tapping. I think yeah. you, you kind of told me about that and I've tried it and it really is interesting and it really works, but it, it helps you sleep. Yeah. It's, it's slowing your mind. The one that I I forget the actual name of it, but it's all about slowing your mind when your mind is just processing, processing, processing. And your mind does this because it's trying to help you, but yet it's trying to solve these problems and it's really hard to get it to shut off. And we tend to get more, more anxious and more angry because we just want to go to sleep. And (laughs) this tapping meditation talks you through that and it's, it's really helpful. So other things, you know, before bed, maybe taking a walk or drinking some chamomile tea or trying some restorative yoga asana poses. You can Google them. Having a ritual um, like we do with children. You know, I know I used to give my kids a bath and then cuddle them and read to them. That was their ritual and that helped them go to sleep. Well, we can do the same thing for ourselves, you know, a hot shower and a book. Um, keep your bedroom dark and quiet and cool. And watch out for that screen time before bed. You don't want to get yourself all worked up. Yeah, and then journal social media. <laughs> yeah, if you can journal and you can write down maybe some of the things that you struggled with throughout the day and then let that go. You know, write it down and just say to yourself, okay, I let it out. Now I can go to bed and I can sleep. Get it out of your brain and write it down. And then if you need to come back to it, you can do that in the morning. Exactly. Kind of download exactly. it out of your brain. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I I haven't journaled before bed. I do usually do it in the morning, but I love that idea. Yeah. I might try yeah. that. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Awesome. And this, the second physical tip that, that I wanted to mention is that we need to obey our biology and basically listen to our bodies, right? So mm-hmm. we want to try our best to eat healthy and get some regular meals. And it's very, very hard in this kind of a situation in a veterinary practice. And we want to avoid drugs and try to, you know, avoid excess alcohol or cigarettes or binge eating um, because more than ever now we really need to build our immune system and get lots of rest and fluids and vitamin rich food. So to the extent that you can in your crazy lifestyle, just try to listen to your body and, and feed it well and drink, drink liquids. Yeah. I think a key when you're busy and you're working is to really plan ahead. So if Mm -hmm. I can plan the night before for what I want to eat the next day at work, 
and have it ready. So when I leave, I can just throw it in a bag. And then when I get to work, throw it in the refrigerator, I'm a lot less likely to look for candy or look for, you know, crap that I really don't need to eat. And so I think if people can learn um, to do a little bit of planning, and maybe that could be part of your bedtime routine is planning your food for the next day. Um, you know, and I'm not a cook. So it's for me, that's a little bit of a struggle. But uh, I really do think that helps me avoid eating um, stuff that I shouldn't at work and also um, not eating at all, you know, because mm -hmm. sometimes yeah. if you don't take food to work, then you won't eat all day. And then, you know, you get a headache. And so I would encourage people to kind of plan a little bit for meals and, and especially when going to work. That's good. Yeah. That's my definitely. two cents. Yes. Yes. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. And then the third tip is basically to the extent that you can find time to do this, to be sure and get some exercise and stretch. You know, it's nice outside now and there's lots of different things you can do with YouTube videos if you don't want to go outside, even dancing around the house, running, singing, doing some fun physical activity. Um, I bought a very cheap badminton set and what a blast we've had with that outside. Oh, yeah, that would be fun. <laughs> <laughs> and even, you know, when you're in practice, a lot of times, you know, your shoulders get tight and your chest is tight and you're stressed out. And just to take a moment, just a moment and expand your chest, stretch out your body, you know, put your arms wide so that you're almost in like a power pose and you're, you're stretching, um, stretching your neck. Anything you can do to release some of that tension is going to help you feel a little bit better in the moment. Yeah, and if you could encourage your whole team to maybe take five minutes a day and stretch, you know, I, as you were speaking, I'm like, oh, that's a really good idea. I should do that with my team. And the badminton thing, if you have a lawn at your practice, you could probably put up your little badminton set outside. <laughs> it's and, so fun. And play. You know, you might have to wear your masks if you get close to each other, but it would be pretty fun. So I like that idea. Yeah, I Amazing. like that too. Yeah, that sounds like fun. And yeah. I, you know, one of the things I try to encourage people is to have more empathy for themselves and for others. I mean, it's just a really hard time. And I know even me when I'm home, you know, maybe I'm a little bit more grumpy with, with my family members, a little bit more likely to snap at something and they, they do the same. And I think it's just, we have to cut each other some slack because we're all really struggling right now. Yeah. And it, in, even in general, even before all this happened, there was struggles, right? But it just, Things like, you know, this has made it so much worse and brought, there's just so many things that we're having to deal with every day right? Know, and at work, which right. makes it so difficult and without an end, like we don't have an idea of when things are going to change and exactly when things are going to get back, back to normal, quote unquote. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, one of the things that we've developed at MVP is a going home checklist that we encourage our practices to put like on the, the back door to wherever people leave the practice from. And the checklist says, says things like this. Take a moment to think about today before you leave. Acknowledge one thing that was difficult on your shift and let it go. Be proud of the care you gave today. Consider three things that went well since we tend to focus on what didn't go well. Yes. Um, check in on your team members before you leave. Are they okay? And then think about, are you okay? You know, your leadership team is there to listen and support you. Or maybe if it's a, you know, a colleague, you know, just be sure if you're not okay to talk to somebody. And then once you get home, we encourage people to really switch their attention to home and rest and relax. 
and let it go. Let all that yeah. stuff that happened during the day and the records and, you know, the things maybe that you didn't get done. Those are the things that always bother me are the things that I didn't get done. Mm-hmm. And you have to let those go because they'll be there the next day. Right. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. I agree. So another thing I encourage people to do is really do a little soul searching as they go through this experience um, because you don't want to leave this experience empty handed. You know, this is, no one's ever experienced this in their lifetime and it has been so life changing. And I, I know that I personally have learned so much about myself. And so I, I always ask people, you know, what have you learned about yourself? Going through this. Yeah. So yeah. many things just come up. It's, mm-hmm. it's amazing. Yeah. Well, and, and it may uh, be something as simple as your breathing technique. You know, we've learned that. Yeah. There's a lot of exactly. things that we can learn. Yeah. Well, and you might learn what you do and what you don't want in a job or in life or in a relationship or, you know, what, what's important. What's really it exposes important. some weaknesses. You know, I've had a lot of people um, tell me that it exposed their financial um, situation in a way that it wouldn't have before. You know, they realized right. that they either weren't saving enough or were spending too much or, you know, just different, different ways that we um, handle our life and how mm-hmm. we can change when, when something like this comes up, it really brings all those things to the forefront. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And another thing I like to ask people is what positive things have happened to you? Because even though so many negative things have happened to us, there are some positive things and some blessings that have come out of this. And so if people focus on that, it helps them to be a little bit more resilient. Yes, that's absolutely true. So another question to ask yourself is what unnecessary things or activities have you discovered that you could remove from your life that you no longer need? And maybe that's cutting back on social media or cleaning your house last grocery or, shopping i found out yeah. that you don't have to go to the grocery store <laughs> i know you can have great? it delivered <laughs> or you can drive up and they just put it in the back of your car it's like this it's, is amazing why didn't yeah, i know about this it's beautiful yeah, and I love it. yeah our grocery store down the street charges seven dollars to put it in your car and that's it you order it online you beat that. It's great. Think of all the yeah. time. I don't have to walk through the grocery store anymore. Absolutely. I've always hated grocery shopping. So for me, this has been, <laughs> that is the one beautiful thing that came out of this is not going to the grocery store. That is a good one. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's a blessing. And another question to ask yourself is, you know, what simple pleasures have you rediscovered for yourself or with your family? And I was talking to a gentleman that was in his 50s or 60s, and he had his 30-year-old son come home and live with him for a period of time during COVID. And, you know, they were cleaning out the garage, and they came across a couple baseball mitts and a baseball. And they went outside, and they just had a game of catch. And it just brought back, you know, when he was, you know, the son was young, and it was such a connection. It was such a simple thing, but it was such a beautiful thing at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. We've been, um, I don't know if I've mentioned this on the podcast, but on Sundays we've been getting together with all of our family from around the country because they're all in different States and we've been playing trivia for, for like an hour every Sunday. So we get on a zoom call, everybody joins like on a Sunday at three o'clock and somebody makes up trivia questions and then we ask them and we answer and we compete. And we've been doing that, you know, now for the last, what, three and a half, four months and it's really a connection time. I mean, it feels like you're with them, you're talking, you, you're catching up from the week, and it's something that we would have never done 
had this not happened that people were locked at home, you know? So yeah, that's been a really cool thing. The trivia on Sundays. So if you need some connection time with your family, get on a zoom call and play a game. Okay. Now I have to it's try fun. that. Yeah. Oh, it's fun. <laughs> yeah. At first my kids were like, mom, this is lame. And I'm like, yeah, but look how happy your grandmother is. Like she's thrilled every week. She's like, this is amazing. And now they're really looking forward to it. They're making the trivia questions and they're trying to make them really educational so we can learn about history and they're making wow. up these different games. And yeah, it's been really very cool. And, you know, we have people in New York, in Texas, in New Mexico, and so we can all get together, which is really fun. I love that. That's, yeah, that's a great that's idea. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And, and lastly, you know, I encourage people to think about what you're grateful for. And I mentioned this earlier. Um, that one is really a game changer, though, because you can't be thinking about things you're grateful for and also be a stress mess or be angry, you know, if you're thinking about things that you're grateful for. Yeah, it really changes your mind, changes your focus. It does. It you does. Know, and, the, and the thoughts create the feelings. That's what we talk yeah. about. Yeah. Right? Yes. So if yes. you think gratitude thoughts, you will change your feelings. Yes. Yeah. And sometimes if you need a reminder of, um, of what to think about or what not to think about, you can find things online that sort of make you feel better. And I have one that I put up when I've gone through really hard times in my life. And here's what it says, just to give you an idea. It says, I will breathe. I will think of solutions. I will not let my worry control me. I will not let my stress level break me. I will simply breathe and it will be okay because I don't quit. And so, you know, whatever speaks to you to the extent that you can put that up on a mirror, um, something that's going to lift you up as you're going back into work and you're stressed and you're worried about what's going to happen today, um, anything that will lift you up and help you get through the day. That's a good one. I like that one. Yeah, I like that one too. I have a tendency to do that, like hang things on my mirror or on my refrigerator or something just to, that, I, that I have to read in order to change my thinking. Yep. It um, helps. Really cool. Yeah, it absolutely does. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, I'm grateful for so many things. One of the things that I've had to do um, is cut my dog's hair twice because <laughs> I haven't been able to get her into a groomer. And um, it, it was, you know, she has a lot of hair and I had to do it with scissors and she survived. And then I had so much hair that I was able to make like dog hair artwork in the oh shape of her. Oh my gosh, that's hilarious. And you know, I'd seen it on Facebook or something. <laughs> anyway, everybody thought I was silly, yeah, but it was fun. Great. You know, the things that you do when you're quarantined and you know, stuck in your house, right? Try, yeah, trying to uh, have a better <laughs> attitude. Exactly. But give your dog a haircut or give yourself a haircut if you're really daring, which I am not, <laughs> but <laughs> I've known a few people that did that. Yeah, well, you do what you gotta do, yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, that's great, Carlene. I enjoy it. That was really, really fun. That's a that's a great presentation, and I think really useful right now for everyone. I'm glad. I, you know, I really have enjoyed giving it to people, and they seem to react pretty well to it. So I really appreciate you letting me come on and do it. Yeah, it's great. I love having you on the podcast. <laughs> I love you're being always on so, the podcast. You're always so positive, <laughs> <laughs> and we need that in our lives right now, right? We do. We do. All right. Well, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. And if you want to reach out to my email, I can get you in touch with Carlene. If you want to ask her any questions or if you have anything that you want to discuss, I'm sure she'd be happy to answer your emails. 
Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much, Carlene, for being on the podcast. Thank you, Julie. Have a great week. You too. All right. Bye. Bye.